Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 146. Hope you're doing great. I got to tell you, today is a real special day because it has been windy, like hurricane, I feel like windy all day here in California. Uh, I know for so many of you, you hate it. I love it. Got up super early this morning because I heard it pounding against the windows, went for a walk. It was one of those kind of winds where it was so strong. I got to the very top of uh, this this road that actually we, I, I'm like walking up a mountain basically. And it's called Edwanda. I was at the top of Edwanda and the wind was so strong. I literally leaned into it and it held me up. It was like one of those amazing things. But here's how crazy I get because I, 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 I love the wind. Uh, I'm like walking down. So I turn the corner and I'm walking down the mountain and I can feel the wind against my back. Now, this is how, where my mind goes. And I, and I, I think I kind of love it. And maybe you could like it too. Maybe not. Uh, For those of you who are allergies, you're like, no, I will never love this. But I could feel like it felt like a hand was on my back. And I just kept saying, God, are you guiding me? You're leading me, right? It just felt like his hand was on my back. And I just imagined the presence of God all around me. Now, some of you are like, bro, you're crazy. You need some sleep. Maybe you're right. But I really, I think it's one of those things about being in creation and just enjoying it. Like it's really, really amazing to just sit around and enjoy it. Now I get for some of you, it's like not great. And I understand it's not great. You know, I like, uh, I went to my buddy's house and he's got trash cans that are literally are blown all over the place. I mean, like trash going down and that's not fun. Uh, But the wind, I really, really enjoyed it. And so anyway, for those of you who don't, that's okay. I get it. Totally understand. But for me, today's a happy day. But one of the negative things about wind is this, is that it does not work out really well uh, for me to go podcast outside on the front porch uh, because you won't hear a single thing because the wind's blowing so strong. So uh, I am literally in my living room uh, looking out the window to the front porch. I can still see everything, can still see the wind, uh, but in here so that uh, you all have a, uh, it's not so <laughs> obtrusive, obtrusive uh, a listening experience. Uh, and hopefully uh, we can get through this so you can uh, we can learn and grow uh, together. But I hope you're having a great day wherever you are in in the midst. And here's what I would say as I transition in the midst of all that's going on in our culture. If you don't know, uh, they'll be uh, electing or they will be uh, uh, commissioning the next president uh, tomorrow. Uh, today's the 19th of of January, tomorrow's the 20th, and there's a lot going on in our culture. So whenever you're listening to this, um, there's a lot of weightiness going on. There's a lot of confusion going on. And I I just want to continue to remind us, podcast after podcast, Jesus is the King. He's the King. His kingdom has come and his will is going to be done on earth as it is in heaven. The king has come. His kingdom is here. It's here. And so we don't have to wait for this. We don't have to wait and wonder when the kingdom is coming. The kingdom's here. We're anticipating the fullness of what that kingdom looks like when we go into glory with him. Uh, But right now we get to live in light of the fact that Jesus is the king. So today, if you're struggling, if you're hurting, Um, I would just encourage you, slow down. If you have worry and anxiety based upon what's coming the next few days, slow down, rest, 
and tell God, look, I'm, I'm worried, I'm anxious, and I'm not sure I trust you as the king. Like, I think that's where a lot of people are, and they need to confess that out loud. He, it's okay. He's not offended. He's not angry. He just wants you to be honest. Like, learn to lean in and trust him. He, he's your king. He loves you so much. And maybe just like that wind, maybe just that picture, like his hands on your back, and he's going, I got you. I love you, and I care about you, and everything is going to be all right because I'm the king. And I see you and you're my child. So um, thanks for all of you who continue to listen to this podcast and share it uh, with your friends and your family on your social media platforms. Really, really appreciate it. Also, for those of you who continue to generously give on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Front Porch Confessional. And then so many of you who send in checks and Venmo like that is greatly appreciated it. I really, uh, I really, really am grateful. Uh, One quick little update. I know it's like, man, dude, you keep talking about the devotional, but what's going on? So um, got the cover finally done for the devotional. I'll be submitting that this week, the the devotional and the cover. And so the goal here is to quickly have those uh, available to those of you who want those. If you do want one of those, feel free to hit me up on uh, Instagram uh, and you at Front Porch Confessional. You can just direct message me or uh, you can send me an email at jeff at lovewellmission.com. So that's jeff at lovewell, like L-O-V-E-W-E-L-L mission, M-I-S-S-I-O-N dot com. And I'll make sure to get one of those copies in your hand. Our passage for today is Mark 8, 25. I was just reflecting on this as I was going for a walk and I'm like, man, I think this is so important for me and us right now. Mark 8, 25 says this, then Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again and he opened his eyes, his sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. Uh, I love my wife. I love her deeply. Patty and I have uh, been together, I think, uh, for almost 25 years. We've been married for 22. Uh, We have three kids together, uh, and I'm so grateful for her, and I'm so grateful for our marriage. Uh, But my wife has a hard time admitting uh, that she has uh, poor eyesight. Uh, For the last few years, she's been buying readers. And uh, my my wife is, and I don't know if you're like this, but uh, my uh, wife does not like the um, uh, optometrist. Like, she hates anything to do with eyes. Like if she gets something in her eye, it is one of the most traumatic things that could ever happen uh, to her. Uh, She hates, hates eyes. I enjoy going to the appointments with her because her reactions are glorious. Um, And so recently, uh, Patty uh, had to go get glasses. And, uh, And so went into that whole process with her. And it's so funny. We'll be sitting in a restaurant and we'll be getting a menu and she'll be like, oh, I can't see it. So I got to go out to the car. I got to get her glasses. I put her glasses on. The moment she has her glasses on, she can see everything clearly. And maybe you're like that. Maybe you got bad eyes and you're like, I totally get that. I know exactly what that's like. And, and, uh, but Jesus is trying to not just talk about this man. And, in, and I love this, pa- uh, this passage. But in the context of this passage, uh, it's about a man who was blind. And his friends asked Jesus for help. And, you know, Jesus miraculously heals them. But the part I love the most and the part that stood out to me and the part that it's so much more than healing physical blindness is this part. He says, he saw everything clearly. He saw every, everything clearly. And I just started thinking, isn't that the problem for so many of us 
we can't see things clearly. And I'm actually thinking even about this time that we find ourselves in, this time in history, that I think for so many people, they feel everything feels so ambiguous. And because it's so ambiguous, they're overwhelmed with anxiety and fear. What does the future hold? You know, is there going to be a civil war? Where, what insurrections and, you know, who uh, civil unrest and, uh, you know, voter fraud, everything that goes along with this. And so it just feels like we're not seeing life clearly. And I think we, we I think uh, for many of us, uh, I think we are blind, like because of the trauma in our past. We are blind because of the deep identity problems that many of us have. We are blind because uh, I think for many of us, we'd rather seek the approval of others more than the approval of God. And you know, uh, and you know, and you know, and you know, I could just keep going on and on and on and on with this because there's so many things that are causing us to not see clearly, to not see God clearly. And this is why I start off our podcast by going, he's the king, because I think for so many people, they're losing sight of that. They have their eyes tethered to earth. They have our eyes tethered to the problem instead of on Jesus. And, and uh, maybe this is where you're at right now. Maybe you could just create your own list uh, of things that are causing real blindness in your life. And yes, there is physical blindness, which Jesus is definitely dealing with in this passage. But there is a deep spiritual blindness over so many people. You know, it's so interesting when you read, if you read in the Gospels, when Jesus, when Jesus heals somebody, when Jesus feeds the 5,000, it's never just about that miraculous work. You know, it's never just about food. It's always something so much more, something so much more beautiful, something so much more significant. And so often uh, we kind of uh, miss those things, you know, because we're like so wound up around the miracle. Like we just can't believe, oh my gosh, he fed 5,000 people or he healed that blind guy. No, he's trying to get to something deeper. He's trying to get to something deeper in you and me. And he's trying to get deeper into these people that he's doing these things for. So often when he does a miraculous work, if they just cling on to that work, they're missing a deeper truth, a deeper thing that he's trying to get after them. And, you know, as I, as I've looked over the landscape of our culture, I can't, I just can't help but wonder if we're really seeing all that God is calling us to, because I go like, we're called to love and to lead people to Jesus. This is what we're called to do. We're called to be a light unto the nations for the world to see. We are called to, to be salt in this world, which means to bring taste, flavor. We are called and commissioned by the God of the universe to go be this and do this. And if we aren't doing this, if we're not living this way, we are living in blindness, spiritual blindness. And so this is one of those things where I'm like, we just need to put ourselves in check. Uh, I remember one time a, a guy uh, came into my office and uh, you know, he said that God had spoken to him in a dream. And I was like, okay, let's talk, talk about that. He's like, yeah, God spoke to me in a dream about my wife, you know, and they were having some marriage problems and, and he wanted to talk to me about it. He said, God spoke to me in a dream. I said, okay. And what did he say? And he looked so relieved. Like it was like, it was almost like, oh my gosh, I just can't wait to get this off my chest. Wait to tell you. And uh, he said, God told me in a dream that I should divorce my wife. 
That's what he told me. He told me that. And he would look so relieved. He was so excited. And I had to explain to him that he hadn't heard from God and that he was spiritually blind. And I know you go, wow, that's like a pretty extreme example. But I wonder, I wonder, have you thought about where you may be blind to all that God is doing in your life? Are you aware of how he wants to use you to lead others to his grace-filled love. Because Jesus wants us to see. He wants us to be aware of the kingdom of God that is all around us. That's why when the disciples asked him how to pray, he alerted them to, to, to pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You see, Jesus' death was so much more than a personal personal salvation. It changed everything. But do we see it? Or are we blind to the truth that he is revealing to us? I wonder if you would wrestle with that. I have been wrestling with that. Because to see, we need to be awake to the wonder of God's love for us and others. Otherwise, we're just blind. We're no different than that beggar who desperately needed Jesus to physically heal his eyes so he could see. It works the same way spiritually. So the question is this, where are you blind and what do you need to do to see? Father God, we love you so much. We're so grateful that you love us. So grateful that you've invited us into this mysterious journey of caring for our, our community, for our world, living out your gospel truth in everywhere we go. Would you awaken us, Spirit of God, so that we can see, truly see the way you see, so we can care and love the way that you care. So, Take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Till next time.